Hello everyone, this is Tony Kramer, product specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 57, and today we are going to be talking about the value one farm receives from using John Deere equipment and working with RDO Equipment Company. Before we get started, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch our latest videos on YouTube packed full of information. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. Now, as you may know, there are a lot of different ways to listen to this podcast. We're streaming this out on our own website, as well as SoundCloud and many other mobile podcasting apps. Most of you are listening on the Apple podcasting app, and you may have noticed that they recently updated the app. It is now easier than ever to leave us a review. If you click on our show in the app and scroll to the bottom, there is a write a review button. We'd really like to hear from you so we can continue growing and improving the show. Reviews also help listeners find our content. If I haven't convinced you already, pause the show, as long as you're not driving, and drop us a quick review. With that, let's get back to the show. I'm really excited to welcome Steve and Don Lacey of Lacey Ridge Farm. Thanks for joining us on the show today, guys. Getting started, let's hear a little bit more about your guys' backgrounds as well as the background on the farm. Thanks, Tony. My name is Donald Lacey. I'm uh, one of a few family members on Lacey Ridge Farm Company. Uh, I came back to the farm a couple years ago and fell into a family management role, uh, more on the equipment side. A little background behind Lacey Ridge Farm. Lacey Ridge Farm Company is a family-owned farm corporation located near Wendell, Minnesota. The farm began in the late 1930s and was incorporated in the early 1970s as Gerald Lacey Company and renamed to Lacey Ridge Farm Company in the early 2000s. Production egg is a key focus of the farm operation, raising corn, soybeans, wheat, barley, and sugar beets, totaling around 4,000 acres. In addition, Lacey Ridge Farm leases equipment and does custom farm work for some surrounding farmers. All right, Steve, let's hear a little bit about you and your background and how you got involved on the farm here. Thank you, Tony. My name is Steve Lacey. I've been back farming for almost 15 years now. I went to school at Wapaton Science for farm management, egg mechanics, and I guess I started farming. I always wanted to be a farmer since I was a little kid, probably four or five played with my tractors in a sandbox didn't matter what they were as long as I could play in the dirt I guess it really hasn't changed it's fun to hear the stories on how people get involved in the egg industry and the way it sounds you boys kind of had it in your heart from the beginning and that's kind of what brought you back to the farm after going to some schooling and whatnot so why don't you guys talk a little bit about the 2017 season What kind of equipment was being used on the farm? What crops are raised and harvested? And then how did harvest, how did the end of the season kind of wrap up and go? 
Well, Tony, I'll start out with, with what we were getting ready for this year, getting the equipment in, getting it ready. It was a uh, pretty smooth spring, getting everything ready, transitioning into a few things, adding some pieces of equipment, and uh, getting getting uh, everybody familiar with it, especially with some of the, the new technology we added with it. Simple operations, the operations center, JD Link, every everything. It's uh, been a new experience for us. Starting the spring, we we were running a 570RX, a 570R, and a 520R to do all of our spring tillage, and then we used a 8370RT uh, and an 8320R to do most of our planting and seeding operations. With that, I'll. I'll turn it over to Steve on the agronomic side of how the spring went. Thanks, Don. Um, we started off in late March with barley. We planted our barley crop, and then we slowly transitioned into our wheat crop. Uh, we planted our wheat. took about four to five days. When we were out there, we, Tony and his staff came out. They flew a drone across their field, kind of seeing some pinpoint areas that we could improve on, and then also help make sure our seed seed depth was set up right properly you know we've we ran other brands of equipment in the past so he was out there making sure we were properly familiarized with everything as we all know brands have a little different techniques to stuff once in a while after we got wheat in we transitioned into a sugar beet stage and sugar beets tony and his staff was out there with our mindex staff and his agronomist, and they both probably learned a little bit from both angles on seed to soil placement and proper everything set up there, and it helped make us turn into a banner beet crop for us this last year. After after we got done beets, we piddled through corn and soybeans, and that went really well, which transitioned into our spraying because we all know when the planter gets pulled out, the sprayer gets pulled out anymore. So it it turns into that type of season. So we also got a Hagee STS-16 this year, which we were looking for something different in our spraying tool package because we're starting to spoon feed and, and all of that kind of agronomic stuff with regulations coming down the pipeline. We felt that the Hagee was a good fit for our operation. I mean, if you if you're a statistical nut like I am, we had two minor breakdowns this last year, and hey, it it broke down at four o'clock, and the next morning I had a I had a loaner one there, exact same setup, ready to roll. So, I mean, when you cover trying to cover ground and spoon feed, times and times a must. So, the RDO promise came out to there, but that Hagee of ours, it was 405 hours sitting on that thing after one season in just over 32,000 acres. So when you can have those kind of breakdowns, that's it. That's that's pretty amazing for new technology nowadays. So that kind of brings me into the next question that I want to ask. It really sounds like you guys, in a whole, 2017 was a pretty good season on the farm here. Uh, start to finish, getting the equipment ready, and then going through harvest. Now, you bring up a really good point, Steve. Working with RDO equipment, what has working with RDO equipment as a partner, 
What has that meant for this farm? You talk about the RDO Promise and some of the other services. What has that meant to this farm by working with RDO? We all know equipment breaks down. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So setting up a good partner and a good relationship where time and efficiency of getting stuff back going again, because in our neck of the country, we don't have weeks, we have days to get operations done because you could get rained out and that took care of a whole window. So as far as breakdowns with the on, on-site parts, I mean, yes, everything's under warranty, but if you have a belt that blows, grab it out of the cabinet, write it down, let them know the way you go again. I'd like to add to that as far as uh, it just feels like an, ex- uh, an extension of our farm you know, uh, an additional employees, partners, uh, when we call in, we get quick response and quick action. I personally use the, uh, the call center. It's, it's been a benefit. Uh, even once you get to know the guys up there, you, you find out, you know, them, you've had a experience with them in the past or know, know where they come from, uh, know what they can handle. Uh, that's been a very good working relationship there. Even on uh, on the sales side, uh, Ryan and Fergus has been exceptional with customer service. Uh, it's been phenomenal. So going forward then, talking about the use of the John Deere equipment. Now, I know you guys used a lot of new things on the farm this year. Uh, Steve, you kind of mentioned in the past you guys have, have ran some other equipment as well. What are some of the new things that really stood out to you guys? I know, Steve, you, you loved that operation center. You, I know you've used uh, a few different farm management softwares. You really love that. Donald, you got to uh, run that, that DB44 planter with the new Gen 4 um, command center and the uh, extended monitor. Talk a little bit about those pieces on the farm that were new to you guys and what it meant having that type of technology on this farm. With a, that extended monitor on the Gen 4, with the Gen 4 display running planner operations, it, it kind of, you eliminated a monitor, but added a monitor. It was kind of nice. You could uh, run all your operations off the same platform and uh, you could set up your, your screen how you wanted it. Uh, instead of having it on one screen, one display, and then flipping through pages just to get from one place to another, you could have two two different operations going at once, whether it be uh, the planting operations and uh, any guidance operations that you have going on or you want to check some other stuff uh, on there. As simple as for, like, Steve having the calculator on there while that's going on too. You know, trying to trying to plan ahead and getting quick response uh, to them, you know, how many acres you have left, stuff like that, so... The operations center, I'm going to talk a little bit now. I mean, if you're a John Deere person and and if you don't utilize that portion of the operation, I don't. It it's a must. I mean, as far as looking at efficiencies and just comes down to simple planning. I mean, you get in the heat of the moment during spring planting and you're taking all these notes or you think you took notes or come back there and it's done. It's in there. You can go home and see there and see where the squiggly marks were even if you want to know it you don't want to know but okay where was that variety you look at and 
that's all there, right? Pinpoint accuracy. So you know right down to tenths of a bushel when it comes to harvest, you can see what is really paying off for you, what isn't paying off for you in this economic times, tougher times. Now, going along with the operations center, did you guys also utilize wireless data transfer on the farm? Yes, we did. Uh, that, that's been a, a great tool um, that we've been able to utilize, uh, not having to run around with flash drives, having it, you know, in the past thinking that you got the, the data off, and then when you get it to the computer, it not uploading or, or exporting or importing. That was been the biggest fear all the time when it came to closing out that operation. It was kind of we were going field by field or day by day trying to get that information off so that if something happened, we wouldn't lose it. Where with that wireless data transfer, it was a peace of mind that it was going to get to where it needed to go. And at the end of the day, we didn't have to worry about it. Um, as far as setting up equipment packages and getting yield maps, planting plans, that was the, the biggest benefit to, uh, to what we were doing with that wireless data transfer. Another thing is um, when it comes to like the spraying and stuff, I mean, we run a hay, we also run a top air sprayer with a pole behind and record keeping. And in this time and age with new regulations coming down the pipeline and are being implemented today, record keeping, it's real time. I mean, you're out there spraying and you got that nice day and you want to cover ground while you pull in that field. You have those, you dump in the wrecks right away quick like, and you can go and leave the field. It's uploaded in the operations center. People aren't questioning you because it's there. It's done. I mean, it, and it can't be edited. I mean, it's, it is crucial. So at the end of the year, you can go file, print, look at it. I mean, audit yourself to what you actually used, and it's pretty darn accurate. I was really impressed with it. I mean, freed up a lot of time of making sure everything was accurate at the end of the year. It definitely sounds like you guys saw and received value out of the John Deere Operations Center, whether it was the remote display access logging into those combines or if it was the wireless data transfer when you talked uh, earlier about uh, variable rate seeding with the planter, getting those prescriptions out to the planter tractor, everything like that. Going on to another piece I know that we added kind of ties in with the collection of data. You guys are running two S680 combines, and I, I know we put the active yield system in those combines. What was your guys' take on that as far as the data and the operation of harvest going? On on the active yield, we, had the, we didn't run active yield in wheat harvest, so we... We did the traditional calibrate your monitor four or five times and then probably a day later come back and calibrate it again. And, well, it might be accurate, it might not be accurate. It's usually probably within four or five percent. I mean, let's face it, that's the best it can. Well, then the technology was released, but it came available to us between wheat and bean harvest. We had it installed on our equipment, and I guess the active yield is really... A, yes, it is investment, but the the accuracy of it. I mean, at the end of the day, we we had a, we had a bean field. We combined for an individual, and 
it was within a bushel. I mean, he hauled it right to the elevator, and what the combines tie together with the machine sink and the active yield, it was within a bushel of accuracy. And, and you can have that kind of accuracy right from a combine. That's pretty remarkable. So when you're done combine, you know what it did. You can already start making plans for the next year, whether that variety is a good one. Because let's face it, all seed companies are out there knocking on your door in September and October anymore. So you can start getting ideas of what to have, what not to have with that. And the active yield was, it just simplified it. I mean, that thing was recalibrating. I think one day I looked at it, it recalibrated like 125 times in one field when I was combining corn in it. I mean, I don't know anyone else will recalibrate in that many times, but at the end of the day, it was accurate when you checked it with a certified scale. You guys have really done a lot on your operation here. Like I said, adding technology, working with audio equipment and all of the support that we have. Uh, you're definitely utilizing the equipment to its fullest capabilities and using that data to make educated decisions. Are there any success stories from either of you that kind of stick out in your head as far as working with RDO or something that John Deere equipment delivered to this farm? I would say on, on something like the service uh, and support side, it was a total success story working with the folks at out of the Fergus RDO store or uh, even complimenting that, you know, if we have someone running over to Breckenridge, they've always been very great to work with and fast response. Um, even the, the, the portion having the on-site parts, working with Tim out of Fergus to get that, uh, it's been very great. Some on the agronomic side doing some trials. We do run two planters and some of the side-by-sides, just compare and contrast, speed trials, you know, it, it's something to look at and, and, and figure out the data. Um, it's been great to have the tools to be able to uh, interpret the data yourself, but have it in a clean format to where you can tell the difference. I just want to thank you guys very much for sitting down and talking with me here, learning a little bit more about your operation. Like I said, you guys are definitely seeing the value of utilizing the John Deere equipment and also getting that support from RDO Equipment Company. So uh, I would just like to say uh, on behalf of RDO Equipment, thank you guys very much for your business. We uh, we definitely appreciate it, and, and we really enjoy when customers like yourselves see the value in working with RDO as well as uh, utilizing John Deere equipment. So thanks again, guys. Thanks, Tony. This podcast was produced and edited by Nate Dorsey. Visit rdoequipment.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you've missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Android devices so that you'll never miss out on the latest news and technology from RDO Equipment and John Deere. If you really like this podcast, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any of the other social media platforms that you are using. You can also connect with me on Twitter at RDOTonyK. That's at R-D-O-T-O-N-Y-K where you can tweet me questions, episode feedback, or ideas for future topics to cover. 
Please join us next time on the Agriculture Technology Podcast.